Sigri outdoors to me. <laughs> right. Can you hear us? Normally that camera's a lot closer, isn't it? Because why would it not? It's not that much closer than that, surely. There we are. Anyway, isn't it? Is that good enough? Yeah. Right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hayes Outdoors podcast. I believe it's number 14, if I'm not mistaken. And to those just listening out in the wild, hello. To those watching on Patreon, hello. You'll be able to see Wagwan here. To those just listening, I'm joined by, by a very special guest. A one and only... John from the fish locker. <laughs> no, really. I didn't know where those lads to make them. These are like uh, you can do what you want. Yeah, go, go. Uh, no, quite, I caught a couple of cod today. <laughs> there it is. That's John from fish locker. No, I'm here with the non none other than Joseph von Diddles. All you regular viewers and listeners will know him. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Here he is. For those of you, in fact, for those of you that are watching and listening, look at this. We're in, we're sat out the front of a pod. Unfamiliar territory. Very unfamiliar territory. Joe's a little bit nervous. It's a pod. I've not slept inside a contained unit with um, Hayes Outdoors for a... I'm a little bit worried about what might happen. We did in Not Scotland. Only, we have our own separate sort of... What about in Scotland? Yeah, so, so stuff might happen tonight, which we, everyone's looking forward to. And we're in a pod, we're doing a podcast from outside a pod. Yeah. Whether you, you know, yeah. you can believe it if you're just listening on audio or not. But for those just watching, it's a pod. Two I've, peas. Two peas in a pod. Merch. <laughs> and then this. Oh, I've got, I mean, that is just hor horrendous. If it, the people who can't see that actually. Tell them what it is. Beneficial. It's one, it's a, it's what's become known as a chavy dry robe. Oh dear. Is, is that allowed, I'm allowed to say chav? Uh, yeah, you can say it, mate. I don't think they are chubby. I think it's more like yummy mummy, that sort of posh. Anyway, I think I think you, you have the that? most offensive one actually as well. I've, I've got the I, most. I put the lighter back inside. I've got the most offensive. I mean, with shiny trousers as well. Wait, I've got some look. Down trousers on. He's off. That's it. Uh, thanks everyone. That was uh, the world's shortest podcast. Here we go. Podcast oh, from the pod. Exactly. So, there's no... Episode no, 2. Uh, episode 14, mate. I got 13 out at weigh myself. I thought it'd be best I'd do it. I'll take <laughs> well, one. Yeah, I mean, God God knows what's on them 13. I'll take, I'll take one for team, eh? I mean, who's going to listen to them? I mean, they're just absolutely shite. And I am sorry <laughs> to everyone who has had to I put can them. only imagine. I can only imagine what, what is on them. But, but, you know, you have to get... It's training, it? I call it the dojo. Right, yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. Absent friends, just tucking into a Scarborough Fair IPA. And today we've been out on the electric bikes, mm. touring around Whitby. I told everyone, for you regular listeners, will know that um, we're here doing a prom promo video yeah. for hence the area. The, hence the pod. Hence us being in a pod. Does it working out all right so far? Nice pod, we've got a nice little sunset going on over there. Yeah. But don't you worry yourselves about that because we're going to get into a very, very deep and meaningful podcast. We nearly went off the rails, didn't we? We went to the Green Dragon <laughs> bottle and beer shop yeah. and nearly got carried away. When, when, we, when, we say we, when he says we, it was he. 
I nearly got carried away <laughs> in the green dragon bottle shop. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I had to keep him on target, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yep. I was about to end up getting carried away yeah. and looked at Joe and he was like, no guy. No, it's not. Don't go off with these people to a random <laughs> pub and get wasted all day. Because at 12 o'clock in the afternoon as well. <coughs> but so, yeah, anyway, we made most of the afternoon, haven't we? Because we've been all the way over yonder. Hi, we've been over yonder, but we, we won't ruin it. Tune in to the, there'll be a real video out of this trip. Yeah. Coming out soon, and hopefully, we'll get some good stuff to bring to you. We're going to try and mix it up between the town and nature. Mm. And we're looking forward to it. So we got back to the pod and we thought, let's do a little podcast for you. Just an hour or so, or less, just to bring you some stuff. Now then, now then, now then. I'm going to do this as if Joe was my guest. Which I kind of am. You kind of are my, my guest. And so I've made, I've put... So as I go through life, I just make little notes of things that I'm doing. And on this zombie podcast questions... Yeah, I've got notes. I've got three, three. Oh, three. No, and, and I've got all I've all got three. is all it says. <laughs> all it says. <laughs> if you could see what I can see, not right. only is it only three, but there's actually probably only five words as well. Right. Would you like to just read it out? It says, <laughs> would you turn to cannibal <laughs> weapons? Question mark. How it happened? <laughs> That's it. That, welcome to the zombie wow. apocalypse, the apodolix. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, planner. Fail right? to prepare, a, prepare to fail. You're a planner. I'm a planner. That's what they've been. I was planning <laughs> earlier, wasn't I? Planning to drive this whole project oh, I mean, into the dirt. You, I was, <laughs> I was kamikaze in it, but it's okay because we've got. Well, the I mean, the back the the backbones of a good podcast. They, they barely need any fleshing out. Right. Speaking of fleshing out. Yeah. Welcome, Joseph Dyer. So this is, I'm going to treat this like um, Desert Island Discs. Like I'm famous. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to like maybe find out a little bit about you yeah. in the dojo. Yeah. Yeah. Find out a little bit about you and then we're going to interject it with some of the pod, the zombie apocalypse stuff. But we're going to go down a different route than we did last time. Okay. Okay, so we can't really do the same did that, thing. Is that one of the 14? That Did you release that one? To yes. The, to the masses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, some of them 14 are just literally just me doing, me doing a sound <laughs> check. <laughs> just sound check. Brushing teeth. Yeah. Morning, yeah. Check, check, one, two. <laughs> well, no, welcome to the podcast, episode three. Check, check, one, two. Thanks for listening. Kettle boiling. <laughs> just white noise. <laughs> or oh, just like, yeah, all that sort of other people's podcasts. Mm. <laughs> I just bootleg other people's podcasts and call it mine. Number five. <laughs> Hell, you sound like okay, Louis Theroux. Oh, don't worry about it. It is Louis Theroux. <laughs> well, you know, if they're popular, I'll do well. I've just got a lot. I've got an Adam Buxton one coming out next week. <laughs> I really, I'm going for it. So, Joseph von Dyer, this is your life. Yeah. Joseph grew up in a small town called Whitby, which is where we are now. But which part of Whitby did you grow up in, Joseph? Uh, I grew up in a little village just outside of Whitby called Ruswarp. It's spelt really weird, isn't it? Ruswarp. We say Ruswarp, but it is spelt Ruswarp. And the warp is a reference to rope, because they used to make rope there in the mill. But that 
that, that's long gone. Them days are long gone. Them, them's flats. Is that true? It's very true. That's called Ruz Warp. That's the reason it's called Ruz Warp. Yeah, rope. There you go. Presumably for the fishing industry, you'd imagine. Well, yeah, it's not for the get it's not tired for, of life. Yeah, I'm going to tug of war. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> the for the big tug of war scene. Yeah. Well, we got it. Tug of war. Yeah. No point Popular. having a factory for it though. No. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's where I grew up. Yeah. It's a little fact. Which was which was nice, you know, just just a little bit out of mix. Yeah. Yeah, we should. You were sort of a little bit out of mix, weren't you? I was a little bit out of mix on Nick golf course, wasn't I? You went right, sort of right. Not deep, slap banging to melee. Yeah. So we're from outskirts a little yeah. bit. Not really. No. Such a small area. Yeah. Um, and growing up, what sort of jobs did you have growing up around here? Um, a lot. Start with the usual. You know, the paper boy, the paper round. Yeah. Sunday paper round, big heavy bag. Tell me about Sunday it. Sunday papers. But we used to get, I think it was £2.30 for that, just for that one morning. So that was good. It was a good wage. Because I think you only got something like £6, like a pound a day, to do every day for the week. So it was like £2.30. It was like, that's way better. It's just one day. So you're looking just, at it. Well, it's a heavy bag, but... So, yeah, I used to do Sunday paper round. Um, worked down the boats in Rosett, which still exists. I did that. Yeah, and that's then, still uh, to this day one yeah. of the best jobs I've ever had. Yeah, used to have the uh, cup of tea and a caramel tunnocks wafer. Yeah, oh. uh, I used to eat cannabis. Bald headed Gary. Gray, um, Gary, yeah. Gary, yeah, yeah. He retired now. He's retired now, but the thing is, he was—he's not going to watch this, is he? I would imagine not. Well, he was—he looked exactly <laughs> like George Dawes, didn't he? Did to be yeah, fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had alopecia. He must have had it. Had it, yeah. Because he looked exactly like George Dawes, yeah. and his name was Gary. Yeah. And so people would call him sort of Gary Baldy. Yeah. The biscuit, I think it is, isn't it? It is a biscuit. Yeah. And it's then the people, you'd get like groups of lads would come down onto boats and like be like, "Hey, George Dawes, get me!" <laughs> no, I'd have to not laugh. <laughs> Uh, but great job. Yeah, I think I've, I got paid a tenner a day, something like that. Yeah. Also Quality. worked down trenches, which sort of everyone worked at at some point, I think. What you is that? Trenches. What is that? Trenches was um, is like a sort of like I don't know how to describe it. Obviously, it's a fish and chip restaurant. Why is it's it like that it? slightly cut above. You know what I mean? It sort of had a reputation for being like like a posh. Fish and chip restaurant. Because they used beef dripping. Yeah, it was good. It was good. In all the chips. And and all and basically we used to sort of like be 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 what they what they call bus boys, isn't it? We used to just clear table clearers. We used to all we did. There was about four of us who worked, and any one shift was clear to, and reset tables. I mean, that's how popular it was. That's how sort of semi poncy it was. Semi poncy. And I used to earn one pound seventy five an hour. There. £1.75 an hour. £1.75 an hour. I, in Whitby, was one, at one point a chambermaid. Yeah. At Ruswarp Hall. Oh, were you? I've done a little bit of work there. I did breakfasts waiting on, and then I would help this old woman click, like, turned out beds and that. Right. Because you've got to do what you've got to do when you're you, yeah. when you're a youngin. You've just got to graft, haven't you, and do what you can. And yeah. even if people take piss saying you're a chambermaid, then at least I've got a few quid to get a bottle of cider at end of the day. Yeah. 
or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I, I also worked at a hotel, the Avalon, the infamous Avalon. The infamous Avalon. I worked um, there for a bit. Yeah, I think I thought you did, yeah. I got chlamydia from there. From eggs. Well, <laughs> I was working there, uh, I was doing, how old were we working there? Must have been about 17, 18? Yeah, yeah, from about 17 till, till like 20. I well, was. I was working the bar and he had a little bar in the hotel. Yeah. And I was on the bar and then all these girls had come back from Broughton or somewhere like that. Yeah. And uh, they were just like getting all flirty and I ended up having sex with one of them in... Um, don't shake your head, mate. What? I didn't. Because I was young and that's what happens in um, the, cup, the the room where you put all towels and all that. Oh, yeah. Laundry cupboards. In laundry cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, got, uh, I got a sexually transmitted disease off her. And there you go, kids. If you don't learn from Hazy's mistakes, then what are you going to learn from? You can learn from my dress sense. <laughs> that too, yeah. I'm dressed like chlamydia. Yeah, you are dressed like someone who definitely would get it. It's like a, what you got? Like, what do you think? It's like attracting it. What have it? I got? What have yeah. you got? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, so um, we've overshared a little bit there. I. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've overshared, but yeah. we're getting used to it. Yeah. I told everyone that I got done for drink driving before. Well told him about having like mental problems <laughs> about having mental problems well yeah still having them yeah well uh, because it's a podcast and I like to be open and let's just why not I think sometimes just being brutally honest can help other people yeah uh, and it's funny with sometimes chlamydia. with chlamydia yeah it's funny though isn't it? we've all had a bit of you'll summer you'll get through it yeah you've had a bit of summer GU it used to be called the GU clinic didn't it what's it called now <laughs> something else I don't know mate yeah, I don't know I don't know it's not my bag all right. Never done it. Not been for a while, I have to say. No, well, I went recent. I went yeah. a bit ago. Just that was just to get cleaned up, and I had nothing. I was clean. Good. But it's just good, good. to check every now and again. It's good, yeah. Just, just to have once over. Just an MOT. Just to, yeah. Just give it a. Quick... I've had the. I don't know if I should share that. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Welcome. I've had the full double dip. You know the full the the full like right down oh we've got covered that yeah, loads yeah. yeah all the way down yes oh, right down to that's it came out my ass <laughs> it's a very unpleasant thing I, I liked it that idea of a sort of satisfying a dry swap. Whoa, I liked it <laughs> satisfying I was like can I keep one of them <laughs> can I take that home Is it, can I self medicate <laughs> can I check myself out <laughs> You know, like you check your... Yeah. You go back next time. I think you've been checking yourself too much. Yeah, you've made a right mess of this, haven't you? <laughs> Look at state of that. Have you, been double, have you been using two at once? Yeah, I have. Sorry. Well, you've really made a mess of that, and you? Look at state of it. And there's just piss just falling out. It, you've been swabbing floor first. <laughs> yeah. Swabbing, yeah. Swabbing kitchen floor and yeah. then doing it. It's massive. Look at yeah. state of it. <laughs> <laughs> little piss out like a, just an absolute <coughs> anyway anyway enough about my humongous piss hole that's right chill out now because we've had a beverage in it okay so that's where you worked yeah <laughs> so well, that's done. my job and then history. what then what so we've been friends we've, we've answered this a lot we've been friends since the school days and stuff like that yeah and then Joey D went to chef I mean I'm telling your story for you but you are yeah it's all right. Take it away. I think you went to where? Sheffield. Oh, yeah, Sheffield to do? Uh, I did. It, I, I studied design, industrial design at uh, university, which I enjoyed. 
you know, at the time, you know, got a lot, you know, I enjoyed it, yeah. You enjoyed it, and that's the main thing, isn't it? And I came home after university full of regret and remorse and um, got a job making ice cream off Beacon Farm. Oh, B, shout, shout out Beacon out Farm. BF, because it is the shit. Yeah. It's um, good, like. It's good. If you're ever up this way, it's it's in a place called Sneet and it is, it's one to check. We're near it, are we? Yeah, not far away. Well, not right We're in Sneet and out. No, no. no. So anyway. There, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to check that Over out. Over there. So We've got a lovely just, sunrise. Just it was a sunset and a boat just there, yeah. but we won't show you because tune into the main video to see all that. Yeah, might even give you a tour at boat maybe. It looks pretty. Joe said it looked pretty wank, didn't you? Be honest. Oh, no. no, just in case the gaffer's listening. Yeah, it's wonderful. Just needs a spruce. just needs a lick of paint, doesn't yeah, it? it? Does yeah. And a newer boat, like a newer boat. Yeah, it just needs to be better, doesn't it? <laughs> It just needs to be better. Right, let me check my notes. <laughs> just in case. Notes, yeah. Zombie podcast. Right, okay. So, we can break the fourth wall every now and again and just see how it's going. So, how do you think it's going? Which bit? My podcast. This one. As an interview. Like you're, imagine you are Ray Mears or yeah. um, Kat Dealey or yeah. uh, Jimmy Cranky or someone like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're looking over at your management, and you're like, and yeah. what you're thinking? You're thinking, fuck it, what's this? Or, well, I'm thinking you've asked me about what jobs I had when I was a kid. That's a, it's an unusual question, actually. I bet they don't get asked that very often. No, but it got a good, you, yeah. it's got legs, hasn't it? That bit. I might use that all the yeah. time. Put it on. <laughs> what were some of your first jobs? Yeah, yeah, it's quite, it's all right, though. Get, it? Get, it gets people reminiscing as well. Yeah, about and you get childhood. A, you get an idea for people if they say, "Well, I've never had a job." Yeah, you're you like, think, well, yeah, you we, look like it. You look like it. We're not going to get on, mate. <laughs> You work shy. Falling into it, haven't you? You bloody work shy. Yeah, yeah, mummy and daddy. What's had the, all that money. What's the worst job you've ever had? Have you ever been sacked? The I can definitely tell you the worst job I've ever had. What was Have it? Have I been sacked? Wait sort of. Let's slow it down. What was the worst job you've ever had? It was working for this guy who lived in my village at the time. And he basically had this company that packed things. It wasn't Packing. like so. It wasn't like an industrial operation, right? Just but he'd working get out of his like garage or something. yeah, loads of box, like thousands of boxes or something, and you'd have to fold them, right? And that's, so that's all you did. Awful. Literally folding stuff. Sounds folding, awful. Folding for like hours. Awful. Yeah, paid well though at the time. I think what did I need the money for? Going away somewhere. It was like it paid for a holiday, which you know. And I only worked. It was like two or three weeks worth of work. Joe went travelling, didn't you? Remember when you had a skinhead? I've been travelling, yeah. Been travelling and had a skinhead, so... Been to New York. You think you know someone, and you find out they had a skinhead. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine it. And imagine so, that. right, we're against this light, so we will... Yeah. We'll keep going. Have you ever been sacked? Yes. Um, have I been sacked? I've been sacked a few not times. Directly. But this isn't about no. me. No, not directly. But at the boats, was at boats, I sort of got... Like, oh, we all got sacked when we were too yeah. old to come back. Because he used to yeah. uh, use... He would underage. never sack him, would he? He wouldn't, he wouldn't sort of say, he would just say, ah, uh, you got no hours. No, yeah, or, or something like, I don't we've really got need someone else in week, and they're, they're younger and accepting less cash. Yeah. And I was like, I'll work for now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just love the I just banter. like the bants, Gary Baldy. Uh, Gary, Gary. I don't think I have ever been out and out sacked, have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like get out, sort of sacked. Like, oh, yeah. 
yeah. You don't get more sacked than that, do you? No. That's like ball sacked, isn't it? Yeah. That's absolutely sacked from the top rope, isn't it? it yeah. From yeah. top turnbuckle, you're sacked. Yeah. And a few other ones as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I've walked out of jobs where I've just been like, sack it off, man. Right. You know, and if you've got any, because I'm, I'm, I was like, always. It, like, it gets even remotely difficult. No. <laughs> I put myself, like, I worked at the dairy in Whitby Ooh. and I was like, I'd been out and I'd been to a party and everyone oh. was like partying I was like oh, I've got to be at the dairy in like an hour oh. and I went and they put this mad hat on me and these wellies and everything and then he just went see all them pallets I want you to stack all them there and I was like what else that's it all day where's, <laughs> where's your toilet mate head net off <laughs> gone <laughs> see ya <laughs> legged it I, I always used to think because round here there's a um, there's a bacon factory in, oh, in Malton. Malton. And bacon. quite a lot of people used to go work there because it was quite good oh, money, I think. Grim, it was, yeah. But, but the oh. thought of that made me just... <sighs> and there's also like a seafood packing place. Yeah, there's there, the Whitby which... Scampy factory and uh, our mate Bud worked there and he stunk like a yeah, fucking... Used, used to meet him after work, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and he'd even had a shower and he still stunk oh. like fucking Ursula's underpants. Yeah. Which isn't nice, mate, to be fair. It's not nice. No. Um, but these, all these jobs, it's what you do when you're young, innit? And you just want anything. Like, you just need money, yeah. you'll do anything until you find your path in life, he says. Right, so that's gone well. So we get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. We know each about each, yeah. each other's jobs. And that's, then I, that's good, yeah. Thank you. And um, then. I'm not going to do your life story. That's all right. Because there's too much to do. Yeah. That's for maybe for another time. Yeah. That's just. It's just a tip. Like that's like the uh, first little yeah, bit. It's of a my teaser. Life, isn't it's, it? the yeah. it's a palate cleanser. They've got. They're going to want to tune in to find out what happened after. Nah, it's not that fun. No. Is it? You've you've peaked at uh, Beacon Farm. Beacon Farm, but yeah, that's fucking. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> Working in an ice cream house. Is that rattling it? Of course it is. That, right. Yeah. The zombie apocalypse. We'll just run through a little couple of uh, couple of these things. So. When I have a guest on, I'm going to say, right, this is the zombie sort of apocalypse podcast. do not have to be a, po- a zombie, yeah. it's just apocalypse podcast. Right. Right? Yeah. And so what I first would like to f- find out with the guest is, yeah. how did this apocalypse come about? Are you asking how them? Can, yeah, okay, so imagine me. you're yeah. Jimmy Cranky. Yeah. No, you're Paul Chuckle. Yeah. Okay, Paul. Yeah. How could you envisage, or would you imagine, in this scenario that I'm putting yeah. you in, how do you think this... Because last time we had a really cool one that Mushrooms had done. Yeah. But how do you, as Paul Chuckle, think that this podcast... Uh, pod, this pod... This podcast has come about. <laughs> that this apocalypse has come about. Um, There's a lot of options with recent things, uh, isn't there? Yeah, I'm going... As Paul Chuckle, I think he would be, he'd be probably a bit worried about what's going on at the moment. So he might say sort of like nuclear fallout. It's good that you can say that through Paul the Chuckle. voice of Paul Chuckle and oh, not yeah. have to pin your ideas to yeah. it yourself. No, it's perfect. You can be really. as mad as you want now. Say, yeah. some, say <laughs> some mad shit. Cheese uh, <laughs> donkey. No. no, say some really mad shit that will get you cancelled, <laughs> but it's fine because it was Paul Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you have to do? Yeah. Right. That's what I've got all that sort of stuff ready to go when I get cancelled. Right, that's a Who good idea. Who was it? It was Paul Chuckle. That's a great idea. 
Yeah, let, let's say some sort of nuclear fallout. How does that play out? So, someone... Well, let's not talk about the war. Because no. we don't want to, but no. Well, I'm just. I'm, so I'm, someone the presses scenario the scenario. Yeah, someone presses the button. Yeah, and then a retaliation maybe. And so everyone has to what? Everyone has to sort of hide, don't they? They have to go underground, preferably. That's where you're going to be the safest. But not very many people have that option. But why would you be safe on a boat? Because I feel like the middle of the sea is away from. Away from what? Well, away from where they're going to hit. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. Well, it's the fallout, isn't it? It's the nuclear yeah. fallout. So all the clouds are going to be dropping poisonous. <coughs> all the rain's going to be yeah. infected. Well, they say, for don't years they? years and years. Yeah, they say that you've sort of got to be underground for, like... Isn't it still in, like, Wales or somewhere where it it rains and it... it oh, there's something to do with the grass or something. Yeah. Want there a test, like, some... Oh, I don't know, man. No. Or Chernobyl as well. They say that if all the leaf litter in Chernobyl goes up... It's still, it's still bad in Chernobyl, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, still now, and that was like an accident. So if we had full-on nuclear war... Yeah. Like a, so then we're talking generations later of people Maybe, who have bred yeah. underground. Yeah, so it's sort of like... You start coming up with respirators yeah. and... Tunnelling and that sort of thing, isn't it? Rat you get into tunnelling. Mole men. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to get into tunnelling. You'd have to get into farming underground. Yeah. Yeah. You need lights, mushrooms need would be power. good. You'd want some, you know, it'd be a good idea to sort of make some sort of hazmat suit, wouldn't it, ideally? Well, I've then, you could, then you could walk around outside on top. But, you know, for like short periods, like to fix a wind generator or Where's wind this turbine w- or something like How that. How have you just, you've just jumped from fucking... I've made a wind turbine. I, just... I was after electricity, <laughs> mate. I've Hold made on. a wind turbine. A minute ago, we were tunnelling through, like, just trying to tunnel our way in. Like... Yeah. I'm coming out now of my you've built tunnel. A wind tunnel. I'm coming out of my tunnel. I'm yeah. lifting hatch. Yeah. On tunnel. Yeah. I'm coming out of the tunnel. Scurrying out of the tunnel. I am. I've put on my uh, Tesco hazmat. Yeah. And I've walked over <laughs> to my uh... Tesco bag over head <laughs> with a pair of just kid goggles over yeah. there with poked in eyes. Yeah. And snorkel. Snorkel. No, nothing. You don't up. want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in your. Ma- in my mind, it's just a, one of these masks that they use for COVID masks. Anything. Nah, you're fucked, aren't you? So anyway, yeah, I'm yep. fixing. I'm getting uh, wind turbine back on. What's the what? Yeah, back on um, track. Yeah, that's not the word I'm looking for, but track will do. And then, and once on that's grid. fixed, then I'm going. I'm, I'm going back under relatively quickly. Yeah, like a little rat. Yeah, water. I mean, you got you either going to go and source that. Or you somehow get it, so you well, get water it piped does run in, underground, doesn't it? But it does, but you have to be either extraordinarily lucky to live somewhere where there's a spring already underground, or you have to divert it from somewhere, wouldn't you? It wouldn't be that hard because all the rain's going to be toxic anyway. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So you'd have, you'd want so water, you'd have water to filter, filter all through the ground, it? yeah, yeah. Or or you or you make and design some sort of filter system. Yeah, but even but you couldn't because the ground that you're making the filter system, the stuff that you're making the filter system, in theory would have would be no. That's why we're underground. We're away. The few first few layers might be like we're mm. fine once we get underneath. Right. And we're talking a few generations. Like we can't just bombs go off now and me and you just d- dig a hole there and live there forever. <laughs> <laughs> like that's us underground here. Yeah, yeah. Because we aren't, well, I, we're gonna have to do it, something like that. Though. Well, the only people that would survive are the people that do have natural, like air raid shelter bunkers. That'd be, that's hardly anyone. Well, there is a few, exactly, but there is a few, and they would breed and interbreed, and 
All right then. Well, in a so I, don't, I don't care about those. I don't care okay. about those people. Well, do. it's just in a scenario then. We're pretending because you think what? Gonna... Right. So the next <laughs> thing is, right? Would you yeah. turn to cannibalism? I don't know. Or I don't die. Well, I've got those options. Yeah. <laughs> well, you die. You're starving. Yeah. You're starving. Yeah. Okay, and the we've come back out along. now, right? We've come back out from underground. Yeah. Because the, the radiation levels have sort of got to a... Yeah. We've got a Geiger counter. Yeah. And it's safe enough to come out. Yeah. In certain areas, right? We've come out, but there's marauders of people. Because all the food's gone to shit. Yeah. And so people have... There are cannibals. There are groups of cannibals. And it's, it's sort of like a thing. Everyone's eating each other. Would you partake... Or would you rather just starve to death? We're talking like hunting the weak and eating them. Eating and eating just... I mean... Be if, much, it, it? if the option was starving to death... I don't... Maybe I, maybe I would. What about it. just being slightly hungry? It doesn't... Peckish. Not, yeah, no, it's not something that... I would. Would you? Yeah. Because to survive, yeah. If you So if people had already died around me, I'd right. want people to eat me. I don't care. Right. And I'm sure that oh, they would right. feel the same way. Sorry, you're on about dead people. Yeah, so even Hunt, people in my colony. Hunting, I know, but I'm mixing it up, and I'm just right. trying to get what's best. I'm trying to look I for I think the, if someone's died and you sort of think, well, that stuff either goes to, in inverted commas, waste, or I eat them and make <laughs> use of the calories, then maybe that's slightly different. That's disgusting. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because well, it's all calories, well, isn't it? You could always bury the body and then grow some veg on it. Yeah, mushrooms and shit. Yeah. Get some carrots. Why do you think that this podcast will become so popular? Because, oh, let me rephrase that. Why do you think that this subject is so popular? Of apocalypse prepping and, and all that sort of stuff? Because we're ob we're obsessed with our own success, and therefore I think when you, when you as a species, when you're obsessed with your success, you're obsessed with the potential for your demise. And the, and the thing is, as a species, we also know that we are inherently Doom. conscious of our um, mortality, and also conscious of the fact that there have been extinction events in the past. So we know it's happened. Yeah. It's like it's not like a and it's not like the same way as we're fascinated with extraterrestrial life. Yeah. It's like we actually have the absolute unequivocal proof that there has been extinction events in the past. Yeah, and we could be just... So there's no reason why we couldn't be that other. Well, there's that saying, isn't there, that the hu um, a human's only sole purpose is <clears throat> to survive. Yeah. And to stay alive, right? That's your sole purpose. Yeah. Uh, but the only simple fact, that one only certainty we've got is that we're not gonna. Yeah. And we're constantly living with that juxtaposition of, Yeah. we have to, we're survival instincts, we have to survive, but in but the back of our minds, we know it's inevitable that we're not gonna. So it's kind of like bittersweet, it's crazy oh, really. Also I think, you know, people, people sort of want to romanticize it, don't they? They like that fantasy element of... Yeah, I of, do. Um, 
whether it's like playing the hero or yeah, getting yeah. It, stripping everything back wanting the know, rules are all lawlessness lawlessness a lot of people because there are people that will just go on the rampage yeah and love it yeah want to bring that sort of aggression aggression and just burn the world to the you know yeah uh, some people see it as a new beginning like a slate like wiping yeah. slate clean it's a sort of anti-technology vibe isn't it yeah well? just stripping it all back and then you've got people buzz on the weapons and I do I've thought about it and thought oh it would be cool just to be like you couple of your mates just you've got your decent weapons marauding around surviving Everything's yeah. simple, but the reality is it'd be tough. We wouldn't have weapons because we don't have any weapons. Whereas, like in America, we you you'd, you'd probably have some decent weapons. Yeah, a good chance you've already got. But I've got uh, my caddy has now got um, biodegradable ammo, so, <laughs> so there you go. Watch out! Yeah, watch out, guys. In fact, we should have a little. We'll have a little plinky with that. I brought it. Yeah, how's the beer going down? Yeah, nice. nice mate yeah it's one of my favourites it really is genuinely one of my um, I think I mentioned it before. it's audio as well sir one of my favourites Scarborough Fair IPA it's 6% it's just like yeah. it, that's you in a zombie apocalypse guitar. there just some yeah. sort of with guitar on. some sort guitar? of lettuce with a guitar look yeah I'll sing for can I sing Scarborough for yeah. sing for my supper and that and then you you're like can I sing for my supper, guys? And they're just like baseball bats with nails in them and that. Yeah. Oh, they just turn you to absolute bull. You are a supper. You are a supper. Kick you to the floor. Bosh. <laughs> oh, you'd be a little just sex puppet for like a few yeah. days and then they'd marinate you with their yeah. own I think I think another thing is like, you know, most people's lives are actually, when they boiled it down, you know, quite boring. Speak for yourself. And I think I think a lot of people that's why they fantasise about anything like this sort of thing. Yeah, it's escapism. Escapism at the end of the day, it, yeah. it? I think that's what it boils down to is escapism. Yeah, and that's why. And and also I find as well a lot of a lot of people who are, who are like hardcore sort of pr particularly the prepper sort of, they're they're very angry. You know, there's something in them that's very angry, and they sort of want to be right so much. Yeah. Well, because they've, a lot of them have invested, that committed. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're married to that idea. Yeah. They've built up this fucking arsenal of like, well, tins of beans. Arsenal of beans. Yeah. yeah. Beans and toilet roll. They're like, this must happen soon. Yeah. And that's why at the beginning of lockdown, when it was like, oh yeah. my god, people are dropping in the streets. Yeah. There was a lot of pre everyone was like, even even I was like, which is what I you, always, you're all right. Your preppers are right. I always think about these people who've done it, who've maybe already done it for a while, and then they get to like, you know, ninety now. Now they're like, imagine that person, and now they're ninety, and they're just sat there, and they're not, you know, they feel like they're probably on their way out. They think to themselves, looking around at their tins of beans, thinking, oh, yeah, that's, that's actually wrong. Yeah. But you can't. That's you could say that about saving for uh, your future, more like money. You could, yeah. because if it did did happen, they're in the right out there. They're they're sorted, and a lot of them preppers were at the beginning of lockdown. They had it all sorted, but it just didn't turn out as bad. They were wanting it to go to the next level. I think a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, this is it. This is it. I've trained all my life, and it's like, nah. All you're gonna have to train and deal with is boredom, mate. Yeah. And getting on with your family in close quarters yeah. for a long time. Because the romance of it is just not happening. Speaking of romance, this guy, can you see us still on there? Sort just of. About, yeah. you Dus can just, it's getting dusky. You yeah. can still see my 
Uh, yeah, you'll still be able to see that. For still a be able to time. see labia of this thing. Yeah. It looks a little bit like a labia, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Um, yeah. If you look in there, yeah. well, my head might be the um, popping out. It's like clitoris. you're being reborn. <laughs> yeah. It's like your birth. Maybe that's subconsciously what you were thinking when you thought I'll have that. Well, the thing is with these dry robes is they have some wonderfully subdued and natural and lovely colours yeah. and I just went straight in for bright pink camo. Yeah. And, I mean, and that is the And one this is a girl's one as well, it's, it's so obnoxious. A, oh yeah, Instagram obnoxious. Yeah. It, you, you see people Instagramming themselves in it all the time. Is it? Often in town, oh. which I find don't ever let me do that. Don't ever let me go to town. I'll, I'm going to say something here. I'm brave enough to wear this as a man because I grew up wearing a bit like, I was never scared of wearing mad stuff, but even for me, I look at it and I'm like, ah. When I see other people in it, I'm like, this is, I've gone too far. Yeah. It's a great idea, it keeps me warm, it's waterproof. They are great, but I've gone too far. Yeah. You might as well have just one with like, you know, avocados on it or bits of, you know, yeah. bacon strips or... Yeah. Emojis. Emojis, that'd be good, yeah. It might be good. Be shy. Crying emojis. Yeah. Warm. Is there an embarrassed? Is there an embarrassed emoji? Yeah, was it? I think so. What's, yeah. What what's you just walk around with the embarrassed emojis all over your thing? Yeah. Because it's met. It's like meta. Because you're embarrassed about the metaverse. Right, we're losing light. We've got a bottle of vino to take care of. So I think we might leave this one. Hold on. What are, what are the other things? What's an ender then? Normally I read a poem. Oh, do you? Yeah, re read a poem on everything. That sounds yeah. boring. It is boring a little bit, but I like it. Right. You um, like it, as long as you like it, mate. I mean, well, that's it's it, not isn't like it? you're not the audience or anything. Well, if I like it, then I think it comes across right. as arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> Patronising. Yeah. Well, no, actually, the last one I read, yesterday's podcast. You could call it the patronising poem. No, yeah. Segment. Oh, <gasps> sorry. Oh. Sorry, listeners, last, the last, um poem I read out was sent in to me by this lady here, Lisa Young. All right, that's a long poem And it was uh, well. William Butler Yeats. And remember when we sat on Yeats's bench? Yeah. And it, yeah, I read that nice. to the end of it off. Right. And it's a really nice one. And she sent me another one, but... But you haven't prepped enough. But I'm not going to, I am, sort of, well, uh, I could. It's a love, it's a love poem. And it uh, is, and it's lovely. Well, you could do it but to me. I'm not going to read it. You could read it to me. You know, then it'd probably have, you'd have some real sense of what it means. So when if the life, I think that's supposed to say life though. If the life we lived, the the ink. Yeah, but it says yeah. If the live we lives the ink isn't right, is it? Live we lives. Yeah, it's not right. Shall I have a go with it. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Lisa Young shout out two poems in a row. Stop sending me poems. You can't do it all the time, Lisa. Just about see. You just about see me, can't you? I'd write love letters. Oh, who's it by? Love letters by Eric Hansen. I'd write love letters to the earth. Whisper them to the wind, fold them into paper boats, and find a stream to sail them in. I'd write of beautiful sunrises, of the oranges and pinks, while I sit beside the seashore where the waves can smudge my ink. I'd write these words on paper, but for paper I need trees, like many things mankind has made but doesn't really need. 
and so our letters to the earth leave less than they do are uh, less leave less love than they do scars when we write them in our binding light that blacks out all the stars so when writing letters to the earth it's time that we rethink since we don't need a piece of paper if the life we lives the ink thanks for listening if you're listening thanks for watching if you're watching take care of yourselves much love we'll see you soon ciao for now ciao for now bosh bosh <laughs>